Yo, welcome to the Brass Exchange Podcast. I'm your guy, Big Blake Huffington. Hey, baby. And I'm here with my co-host, El Jefe, El Presidente, El Fuego, your homeboy and mine, CJ the General. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bratz All Area. Check us out on the web at www.bratsallarea.com. Subscribe and listen at anchor.fm forward slash Bratz All Area or on Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. Support us for as little as $1 to help cover the cost of producing this show and to help us to continue to bring you good content. Warning. Although it is not our intention, content on this podcast might just offend you. Don't worry. There's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. If you have any podcast topics you'd like us to discuss, drop us an email at podcast at bratsallarea.com. The Bratzall Area Reunion, June 22nd through the 26th. And the pre-union, don't forget about it, June 18th through the 21st in Orlando, Florida. Brats and Bratettes, we'd like to thank you for your support. Do remember, this podcast is an extension of the Facebook group and the WBRAT radio shows hosted by DJ EZG on MixLR.com. Log on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear DJ J. Millie, DJ Sean Blue, and the one and only DJ EZG. Reminder, this is not the Facebook group. Reminder, this is not the radio show. So we're a little more wild than those platforms allow us to be, and every once in a while we might drop the towel and show our asses. No worries, though. I moisturize. <laughs> Yo, Big Blake Huffington back from Miami. Another movie, epic, whatever you want to call it, weekend. What's good with you? Yeah, you back to back, huh? Young Drakey, huh? It seemed like it. I mean, we had just come from um, Spain, and then... Uh, it was one of my guy's birthdays. So he was like, yo, y'all need to come down, me and the wife, y'all need to come down to Miami. I was like, I don't know if we could do it. The, the money was tight from just getting back from vacation, and it was like the next weekend. Right. Anyway. Back to back. Messed around, and we decided to go anyway and like had probably like the most epic weekend in my entire life. And I'm 45-plus years old, so crazy. Got off the, got off the plane to shots. Literally, there were mm-hmm. shots in the Escalade when he picked us up. I'm like, bro, you killing me. I don't even drink dark liquor, uh-huh. but um, we was drinking Hennessy like all week. There, no lie, there was probably 40 bottles drank in two days. Mm. And I got it in. Listen, I what forgot. What was the weather like? The weather Weather is always key. Really no, no, doesn't really matter, but how was the weather? It was good. It was 85 and sunny. Uh, for Saturday, it was um, a little cloudy, but it always rains in Miami. Yeah, so, it rains and, and dries up, right? You know, yeah. So it was cloudy, overcast uh, Saturday, but it was still hot. So we were, you know, rooftop pool and all that other stuff. So we were out in the streets. Um, but before we get into that story, let me introduce the podcast. Uh, this is episode thirteen. If you superstitious, unlucky thirteen. That's mm-hmm. uh, thirteen weeks in the books. We got nine thousand seven hundred sixty-eight members in the group. Uh, seven at the door. Those seven, they still don't learn a lesson. They, I guess, they, nah. Well. I, I'm, we, they knew I, they ain't they haven't touched it they you mm-hmm. know the ones that haven't learned their lessons is the ones that don't fill out the whole damn application right the other these they haven't touched the application so i'm not gonna we ain't gonna say that i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm shield them a little bit and say they haven't looked at it yet have they been invited you, were they invited or they did yeah join on that's their own? what i that's some were invited and then um i think the most that i just saw with, with that quick look that quick glance right where they were invited so right all right but yeah, I know what you're saying. So they listen, imagine what it would be like if 
I was invited to Miami for my man's birthday, but nobody told me. <laughs> that's, I understand. That's kind of how that, I feel about people right. inviting people to the group without telling them that they are inviting them. And all the time, it, the, the, all the time, man. It, it's 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 nerve wracking, man. I'm I'm drained. Right. I'm drained right now. I'm like really. I know I hate this. It's 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 maybe it's unlucky thirteen or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm really like I feel like the email. I'm drained, bro. Right. Yeah. It's, so, it's tough. It's tough because the vision is so large, but then bruh, you know some of the execution is bad. So it's it's definitely um and it's definitely if this was um. It is a business, mm-hmm. and I need to stress that, right? Because everyone that keeps coming out of their mouth with different um, scenarios or different things that happen is, oh well, I thought it was this, and I thought it was that. Well, listen, mm-hmm. at the expense of what you see, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not what you think it is. Right. This is <laughs> what it is. It right. was not. It was a mom and pop. And we continue to grow and graduate to different levels. Mm-hmm. And although we didn't come out and say, hey, we are Bratz LLC, blase, blah, blah, blah. Right. All of that is in the works. Right. Just keep moving and acting as though it is a business and move accordingly. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, but then again, you know, you get people that are complacent. They... They just, oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't, re- you know, ugh, we can go. This could be a, a whole different podcast. It probably I'm could. not trying to be on a But what a difference does it make vibe. in the way that you get stuff done if it's a business or if not a, or if it's not a business? If right. you go about everything with the focus of making something better, it shouldn't right. matter if it, it shouldn't matter to anyone if it's a business or not. Right. The good thing yeah, exactly. is to do good, just to, to do good stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? And good, I, good supply and demand, right. good whatever. I say good business is. all the time, but that doesn't mean that, you know, it's business, business, dollars and cents business. Yeah, I dollars just mean and business. Cents. Thank I just mean you. business general in general. Thank you. Thank you. So because it's definitely not it is dollars and cents, but it's definitely not what what you think. You mm-hmm. think somebody over here getting, you know, rich. And then when you have to sit down, the thing that really that irks me is the thing that you sometimes it's like you want me to have to um break down or explain to you exactly what's going on Mm. like but then when i start i don't even have to continue because then you go oh i get it oh yeah well you got to do this and yeah y'all need to be trying to do that exactly now you understand what we're actually trying to do right and what we've been trying to do you know (gasps) when it was mom and pop Mm -hmm. when it was mom and pop oh man y'all got to get a website man Mm -hmm. y'all it would be so much easier if y'all got a website right oh my god if y'all do this with the tickets y'all need to go ahead and upgrade to a ticket you know and do this with the tickets right oh my god if y'all do that then y'all need to upgrade to this and this and everything that y'all asking us to do Mm -hmm. we can do it right and we've been trying to do it but guess what that comes with it comes with bills because now you're instead of you trying to instead it's like you you know i'm saying it's like me or you or anybody throwing a party at home. Right. Right? And I cook. Mm-hmm. I can cook whatever's in my freezer. Mm-hmm. Or I can cook whatever. And I can say, listen, I can feed 10 of y'all. Right. We're going to have 50 coming, though. So, oh, okay, well, you're going to throw the party. Well, okay, what I just told you is going to be 50 coming, but I got enough for 10. Mm-hmm. There's money that needs to be spent to get the other 50. Right. Then, well... Such and such don't eat this, and then such and such don't eat that, and then you know maybe y'all should have this and do that. Okay, now you trying to source out stuff that I would love to do for you, 
Right. But I don't do that. Right. So I want to make it happen. So I have to use my resources to go outside. But guess what happens when you use your resources and go outside? That stuff costs money. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you can't get everything for free. And I ain't the cutest mug, you know what I'm saying, in the book. So I'm not going to be able to use my looks all the time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we can go, we could dive deep into this thing. And those that get it, get it. And those that want to know what the hell is going on and all that stuff, <laughs> take a marketing class, take a business class, understand how, how it works. There's only a few people, Donald Trump, Michael Jordan, um, maybe Tiger Woods, some mm-hmm. people that got big cl- big name clout. That could use their name and not put their money up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But everybody else that's in the world, they you hear them tell you all the time. Dame Dash tell you all the time. I put my own money up. Mm-hmm. I own what I I own Everything. what's mine. Whatever I stand behind, I own it. Right. So that's the big deal with uh, that was the big deal with uh Tyler Perry too, with his studio. Yes. It's all his he's he he it's built his. all of that with his his own money. That's crazy. Cause I did a uh I just did some research and I saw, you know, how big a studio was. It's like hundreds of acres. Oh, you, did, you it's so an old you, army base. It's been, old Fort Fort Sumner. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's old um, Fort. One of them old army bases in yes, near Atlanta, but it's, right? It, but that army base is where everybody used, when the army was like it was active duty base, right? That's the base everybody wanted to go because it sits right in the middle of I'm not in the middle of downtown Atlanta, right? But it's right on the outskirts. I used to pass it all the time. It's God, yeah. But yes, he went and bought it, and I I remember before, like he didn't own the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. when he would drive by, it mm-hmm. would still have the army base uh, logo, you know, right. fort. I'm gonna look it up, man. Um. It's not where's Sumner in Oklahoma? I thought it Sumner. Was, I don't know. <laughs> I'm what, not I'm, even sure. I'm confused. I I know it was an old army. There base. is a there is a um there is a Fort Sumter somewhere, but I'm not sure. Um, if that's the if that's it. Yeah, if that's in Atlanta. Atlanta is um. Damn, I was. Oh my god. That's all right. Um, but I was I did the research and I was like, yo, this is huge. Fort McPherson. McPherson. Okay, that sounds yes. more familiar. McPherson. Yeah. So it um. I, I did the, uh, you know, just I just went to the site and I looked at it and I was like, yo, this mm-hmm. is major. Because it's like if you ever see any of the <sighs> Warner Brothers studio photos Bro. and you see all the sound stages, he Bro. has all that. He has a full-scale White House he, built on that is, joint. Isn't it, isn't it like eight, eight um, st- I forgot. I just got through reading it. I'd have mm-hmm. to give, before I, I could have, if I knew we were going this way, I surely would have looked it up. Because it had me researching, like, First of all, I started back with Walt Disney, right. obviously. You know right. what I'm saying? And I'm like, he he did what? For what? Mm-hmm. For how much money he got? All, and I know you've been there, mm-hmm. and we've been there several times. But he got all of this land right. for this amount of money? Well, nobody wanted it. He, I know, he, bro. Well, I Walt did my, Disney you know, built I, Man, Orlando, we could talk really. about that all day. I know y'all I'm are huge Disney fans, but it, you, you start with something small, and then you build, and you build, and you build until it, it becomes... my mind. And the right. thing is, guess what? He still got land he can build a whole right. lot of crap I mean, on. how long you been going to Walt Disney? It, it changes Man, it's my first two every... years. Oh, so you know I'm new to... I'm fresh. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, I know you've been going for years. I remember back in the day when you, you know... No, I've been going since I was a kid. Okay. So, wow. yeah. So I remember, like, when it was just, you know... When I was going before they even finished Epcot, mm. so that's how long I've been going to Disney World or to that thing. So it only takes something small to, and it takes 
a big vision, and then you start small, and you build, and you build, and, and you, you keep build. building. Yep. But in order to do that with no one's help is huge. <sighs> and and the thing is, if you don't have the right people that have the same vision, mm-hmm. and I know we preach that, and I'm saying that as yes, I'm listening to you, I hear you, right? But you, we all, you're not gonna always get along. You're not gonna always um um agree. But you have to have the same vision. Right. If I say I'm going down this street to get to the store, you say, well, look, man, I'm not going down that street, but I'll meet you at the same spot, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go this way. Right. And then when we get there, I'm like, yo, I've been here. You know what I'm saying? I just got here. Why are you been here like 10 minutes? Well, the reason why I'm here 10 minutes is because you probably ran through five lights. I got a straight shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I could be like, oh, well, that's why you... You go the direction you go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, well, maybe you need to show me that route so I can get here to a quicker five minutes or I can have an extra five minutes at the house or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's all of us trying to get along and, like you said, have a bigger vision. Or, no, not have a bigger vision. Have the same, the same vision, vision for the for the bigger picture. Uh, uh, pi- exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And a lot of that stuff that we're, you know, and obviously we'll have a, our conversation later, but it's, 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 oh. It's a headache, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a headache. Yeah. Um, shoot. So, so anyway, back to Miami. Yes, back so to we get off MIA. The plane. Literally, we get home. I don't know. We didn't get home. We got home the week prior, and then there was the uh, the D.C. meetup or the D.C. area meetup with um, with uh, King and... Uh, yeah, King and D-Wild. D-Wild. So I, I knew I wasn't going to that. First of all, it was like three and a half hours from my house. I'm in Philly. Right. And that drive is, and it's not even like it's an easy three and a half hours. It's like three and a half hours through ninety five, and then the Beltway and all that other BS. I yeah, I can't do that for a few drinks. So you, I, did you? Did you? Um, did when you? And I don't not to cut you off. This mm-hmm. is this caveat. Um, when you lived, when I used to drive up, it was you say three and a half. So that means you moved. It's where I used to come to you and D and Philly. <clears throat> From where I was at, mm-hmm. it was like two, two and a half. Now you say well, it's three, Chris's three house? and a half. Huh? From Chris's house? Yeah. No, but Chris is about, it depends on, like, if I go down by, if I was to go as if I were going to Chris's house, to mm-hmm. get to where they were, I would have to go through the Beltway. Okay. So okay. at any given time, especially during rush hour, right. that's oh, like you, a parking you lot. You tell me. Yeah, so you got to tell me. I was like, sorry, dude, but I think part of my uh, mystique is just, I I probably will, I, I probably will never show up at a, a meetup and not not being like a a hole. It's just like I prefer to you know just probably be yeah. behind the scenes. It works better for me that way. But three and a half hours was a little bit too far for me to drive, and knowing what Turn the drive was, right back. yeah, knowing what the drive was going to be, it it, it like if it was a three and a half hour straight shot, I'm, I, I could probably do it. But if it's three and mm-hmm. a half hours sitting in traffic, and my car's a stick. So, mm. you know, in and out well, of traffic on the clutch. Not even that. Yeah, I just need the speed. Mm. You know what I mean? I need to be able to get in and out, you know, and you up like and down. You don't like the uh, paddle shifters? I don't have paddle shifters in my car. No. I'm just saying, when you get your upgrade. It is, no, the up. I feel I feel like paddle shifters is a downgrade. I don't For feel real? like um, I couldn't get the same. I couldn't get my engine tuned the same way because I got work mm-hmm. done on my engine. So I couldn't get the same tune to produce the same power and control. Uh with paddle shifters as I could with a, just a, a regular stick. With so, the clutch. Right. Pop the clutch. So for me, it was it was an easy choice. And plus, I needed something that would get up and down 95 and Route 1, you know, 
that was decent on gas. In the mm. paddle shifter, I really couldn't manipulate the gas mileage. Mm. Gotcha. So there were a lot of... Uh, yeah, I kind of missed my stick when I used to have one. That yeah, was... I'm, I'm tired of it now, so I... <clears throat> wife just got a new car, and then um, I need... I think I'm going to get a truck, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted a Tahoe, and then... I saw the price of the Tahoe that I wanted. I'm like, yeah, we could buy a house for that price. <laughs> and then, so I... You can live some. in them Tahoes now. <laughs> yeah, but but then, and then, um, there's not enough technology in the Tahoe compared oh. to... to what the GMC? I? Not even the GMC. I'm looking at, I'm actually looking at the um, the uh, Telluride. The uh, Kia Telluride. So that's oh, the Kia, man. Yeah. They coming with some heat, bro. So, yeah, so I could get the top of the line Kia for less than fifty grand, and it has all the and it's, yeah, all and the technology and in it yeah, that's far superior go. than what's in the Tahoe. You know, so that's what I'm looking at. But I don't even know if I want to do that. So I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have, I don't need another. I don't need a truck right now, but I want a truck. And you know, we got two cars, and where I live at now, we don't live in a hilly area but like mm-hmm. there was a couple times last winter Snow. where we couldn't even get out like out of our neighborhood because our our cars couldn't our cars couldn't make it like up a of up 10 degree incline yeah it's, it's crazy no yeah i mean i had i had a truck i got rid of it like three months before we moved and that was the biggest mistake because then I had to borrow trucks for moving and all this. So it was a mistake. I, de- I need a truck. I need a truck because my house is way bigger and anytime I grab something from Home Depot, it's like professional grade. So I can't yeah, just stick that in the back the of my shit. Huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's how you're going to get it to the house. And then my father-in-law sold his pickup truck so I'm like, now nah, what I got to do? So I used to borrow his but now I, he sold his and I'm like, yeah, I got to get a truck. So anyway. So anyway, we get to Miami Drinking as soon as we get off the plane, partying at the pool, and it's we all black, you know what I mean? And they looking at us like we crazy because you know we just we doing things that I think people don't think we should be doing. So right. you know, as far as spending money and stuff like that, and where we stay and and stuff like that. But we went. It was about to 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 give you a idea of how many people it was. It was about whew, anywhere between twenty and thirty at any given time. So, and all these guys, six five and taller, Jamaicans with heavy accents. So we, they, I guess they, they probably thought we were drug dealers. And I told my wife, I said, I said this feels like the '90s, and she just started laughing. I said, but you didn't know me in the '90s. I said, but this feels like the '90s to me, even though you know everybody is a real businessman with with businesses mm-hmm. and you know make making right. money. Legit. So it was yeah, it was it was all legit, and you know we just had a great time. So it was. Like I said, 20 of us at STK. I don't know if y'all have one of those in Houston or not. STK is a steakhouse. Mm. But this STK is so different from any... I've been to one in New York City. And the mm. one in New York City was almost like a funeral. It was like so quiet and shit like this. Stuff like that. This STK in Miami had a live DJ. They damn near had a light show. It was like it was a, it was like a restaurant, but inside a live nightclub. It was crazy. I was like, wow. I love this like place. Like a lounge, yeah. per se? Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, and no. The the atmosphere was crazy. The vibe was crazy. Um, the liquor was crazy, and Miami, the bill the, Miami, the bill was crazy too. So it was just, <laughs> like we had a great time. And then from there we went, you know, we we is is guys and girls. And then from STK we went to you know a gentlemen's club, and that's always a good time. Mm-hmm. So the thing about Miami, and I don't really hang out in hood clubs and 
in bars and restaurants anymore. I'm like too old for the nonsense. Right. But what happened was, and I, to my surprise, this club that we went to in Miami, um, the name of, I forget the name of it, uh, the Playhouse. That was the name of the Playhouse. This was the most hood club that I've been in in a long time, except for Onyx. This place was so packed. Like we You're talking about Onyx, Onyx here, Onyx, Houston, Onyx. I went to Houston Onyx before when I was in Houston. Okay. Yeah, I went to Houston Onyx. I went to Philly Onyx when it was here. Oh, okay. You talking about your Onyx out your way? No, I went to Onyx in Houston when we. Oh, okay. Went, we went to yeah, my daughter's graduation. We went. We we went to Houston. I mean, we went to Onyx in Houston. Right. Um. So that Onyx in Houston is kind of small. You know, you got uh-huh. that one stage right there, and then you got the right, one right. off to the to the it's right, right down the street from the crib where I used to. Well, yeah, it ain't there. So anymore, I can describe. Yeah. I listen. I'm not proud of it, but I can damn near describe every strip club in the United States. Don't ask me why. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so we're in the Playhouse, and I'm like, "Yo, this place is so small, and it got so packed. They just kept letting people in. They kept letting people in. It was almost like we were." It was almost like we were at a at a football or basketball game and you just right next to somebody else and you really can't move. And nobody was ice grilling, nobody was upset that you were bumping into them and I was really surprised because that's not the environment that I'm used to in hood clubs. You understand what I'm saying? 50 feet. Yeah, yeah Give I mean me my space. In the I got you know, you. the dancers, um most of them decent looking, um a few like really good looking, so we had a great time. Uh, the the other thing, the other thing that was crazy is that I didn't realize because I haven't seen this before. Like, imagine we get to a club at say ten o'clock and we find a table, and we sit down, and we're drinking our our drinks or whatever, and then somebody else comes in who wants to buy bottles, which was us, the twenty of us. What they start doing is they start telling other people like, "Look, y'all got to get up and go." From from the table that they've been chilling at for the last three hours, and <laughs> I'm like, yo, go. I've it's, never y'all, seen it's this money before. Right there, y'all right? Be, y'all not producing no money, right? And I said, right. I've never seen this before. I've and seen that, and that happened at it. two places that we went to over the weekend. Yeah, I've seen it to where they go. Uh, hey, we have another table for you guys over here. Mm. Um, but yeah, with this one we need we need this one right now. Yeah, yeah. they've been chilling there for like 20, 30, 40 minutes, and you see it, right? And then you like who. Who made that happen? You see yeah. them come in, mm-hmm. and you just know that's money, right? So that's money. Yeah, it was crazy, <laughs> and that's why you're moving. <laughs> but it didn't even matter because even though we got a table, the club wasn't the club that we were in wasn't. It's kind of like Onyx, where you mm-hmm. could buy a bottle, but you're not elevated, so you're right. almost in the same. You're at the same yeah. level as everybody else, right? You don't. It's no VIP type of customer service. Right. You just you just bought a bottle, so you, you just, just bought a bottle. You got a, a table. You stay on the same level, but yeah. everybody is standing in front of you, so you can't even see the stage. Mm. So I was just like, uh, what, what's going on? So right. that's the that's the one thing that I didn't like about the Playhouse. The atmosphere was great. The music was great. Um, everything was great. But that's the that's a drawback. Like if you're gonna have a VIP section or you're gonna serve bottles, then I think that you know when you spend that type of money, you should have a better view. And the club here, um, VIP is elevated, so you're at least five. You're at least five feet above, you know, the general public. The common, folk. right? So you can see, so you can see everything. The citizens, yeah, the regular citizens. Yeah, we call them the citizens. Then we went to this other club. I know this story is long winded. We went to this other club called the uh, Brick. It's just called Brick, mm. and this is one of those clubs that Jay Millie. Uh, this is one of those events that Jay Millie said he did not too long ago, where you know people had on headphones and headphones, stuff like that. Right, right. So you got a private you could, show. Yeah, you could type cho- of thing. Choose your DJ or whatever. And I was like, I'm not gonna like it. 
Um, the good thing about this place was that even though you had headphones on, they were still playing live music. Mm. So, so if you, you took them off, you could still hear. Yeah. So you if you took off the headphones that you had, on, we we not we weren't having headphones on. We we too fly for that. So mm. the good thing was that they had you know regular speakers and stuff playing, but the club was outside. Mm. Club was outside, like it was open air, which was crazy. The only thing that was covered really was the bar and the DJs, and I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna like because it's hot. It's even at one o'clock in the morning. It's yeah, hot. Yeah, it's hot in my. It's it's hot all the time in Miami. And the good thing about it's humid, hot and humid. Yeah, and we in there sweat. <laughs> that's why them. That's why the the, the Miamians or whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. they always with no shirt on. Floridians, the, the skinniest dude. Yeah, the Floridians, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami, them dudes is always with no shirt on. Mm. They got their shirt in their back pocket. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the good thing about this club was, even though it was open air, they had industrial fans all around, which is good. The so if you're, ones. and here's here's another complaint. So if you're like just you know enjoying the club, you're getting hit with some of the air from the fans. But mm-hmm. us, we're buying bottles, so we're kind of like behind again, behind everybody else. And behind the fans. So the fans don't hit us. So all night we're like sweating. And I'm just like, mm. man, you gotta be messing kidding. up all, all and you know, when you when you're in Miami, you you wearing, you know, you 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 fit mm-hmm. it. You right. know what I mean? You got yeah. it ain't the probably your best fit, but you got you got some nice gear on. Right. And you like, man, I got and you know how you're trying to move, trying mm-hmm. not to sweat, and then you feel the sweat try to trickling. Right. And after a while you like, man, screw it, man. Just whatever. And this was a yeah, club. This, 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 this don't sweat in my eye. Just keep the sweat out my face. And, right. Because ain't nothing else you can do about it. We Go thought, back to the room, take a shower, switch clothes. Listen. <laughs> come out and try it again. We thought we were going to live, which is a kind of upper, up, it's kind of upscale nightclub. Mm-hmm. It was just too many. It was too many of us. It was like that night, it was 25 of us. And if anyone doesn't know, it costs $100 a person to get into live. Mm. So you're talking yep. 2500 to get in, and then you're talking if we get bottle service, probably another G. No. Think again. More? Yeah. Oof. About oh, you fi- said bottles. 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 Yeah. So it's probably, we, we, live would have been easily. A couple racks. 6000 Yeah. Just for alcohol. That's not even counting getting in. Oh, you ain't got, bruh. Right. I, I don't even understand it. I, man. I don't I, understand I, it either. That alcohol is a is a money maker. Yeah, you don't even cause nothing. They be like, "Oh, you drinking? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You doing what? Oh, okay. yeah. Let them. Matter of fact, y'all don't even got to pay to get in. Go. You have how many? Bo- oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and handle that. No, live. Don't care. Yeah. I, oh, I know. I'm just saying. I've been around situations where you know you you know when Chris Style and all that mm-hmm. was popping in the gold bottles and all that mm-hmm. and you with you know you with some celebrities and right. they got black cards right. and you know I'm like yo and then I and they just so happen <laughs> to slide the bill in front of you and you just like yeah and cuz I don't really drink but mm-hmm. you know I'm a very observant I'm looking sure. like what the whoo, yeah and that's nothing on alcohol yeah and then you look down at the food because you know they they done bought some hot wings and whatever you know some finger foods that go along with it, and I'm like, damn, the food, you know what I'm saying? It was you done tripled the 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 drink yeah. from the food. Or what? Yeah, Oof, I can tell you this. My wife works at you know one of the upscale clubs in the city, so you know athletes when they come to the city right. they come to this club. And so the other night, we uh during a, the night before. A basketball team comes in. They come to her club, and uh, she's like, 
and she's and she's not moved by this, but she was like, yeah, the such and such came in, and their bill was. You wouldn't get. You wouldn't even. You probably wouldn't even guess how much the the the, the bill was for these guys. Like, if you even took a guess, who me? Yeah. Oh, pff, come on, bro. I anywhere from fifteen to twenty, maybe. If they was there, if they came in, yeah. And it depends on who it was. It probably was. I don't know <laughs> if it, if you talking. You said basketball, right? I, don't, I mean, I'm not going to no name drop, yeah, yeah. But let's just say, is it is he an all star? Is he a is he a celebrity or um, is he just a basketball player? Uh. Cause you know, I my cousin was a basketball player, and I'm, I'm not saying to... he dropped ten or fifteen, but I used to right. see them bill like nigga every yeah. night. Yeah, you... this, this guy's bill was thirteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, I can believe it. And I was like, wow, that's I a, can believe that's it. a lot. Yeah, cause he didn't buy yeah, he didn't buy bottles, mm-hmm. he didn't buy food, he didn't, and he got his homies, and he took care of it, and he right. opened the bar, and right, got, bro. So yeah, so and Miami y'all, was a Miami was Beckin, a. Was huh? a, Miami was a was a movie, so we did yeah. a, uh, sixteen bottles of Henny, which I don't mm. even drink Henny really. Uh, two bottles of Remy, and then two bottles of Ciroc. So all these Jamaicans just drink dark liquor, and I'm just mm. like, yo, y'all killing me because I don't really drink dark liquor. The good thing was, I didn't feel drunk, mm-hmm. but I think I was drunk because I tried to put some stuff on my Instagram and I put something weird on my Instagram. And I'm like, yo, I don't even know what I was trying to put. But I left it up because mm. I thought it was funny. Um, I'll have to go back and check. Yeah. I, ain't, I, been, I saw a couple pictures, but I was mm-hmm. like, I'll wait till, the, I'll wait till you uh, edit everything and put it out between you and the wife. Yeah, you know she put saying? out go a lot. Y'all's pages. She puts out a lot more stuff than I do because, um, just because. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm slowly but surely fading away from the uh, uh, social media stuff. Right. So she she's she's more active than I am. But I need to get more active on the stuff that I'm doing for our thing. So mm. yeah, but there's there's a lot of stuff up on the on the uh tour page. So yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, I was so that night we were supposed to go to live and we ended up somewhere else. So I had on like my best shit, my design my my seven hundred dollar sneakers, my mm. three hundred dollar shirt and right. you know, my four hundred dollar jacket and I just sweat it. Right. Sweated all of that shit out. I was <laughs> and pissed. like, man, this is going straight to the yeah. cleaners. And not, y'all need to do two. two yeah. I need y'all to clean it twice. Well, the shirt <laughs> I can't even send to the cleaner, so it's got oh. this. Yeah, I gotta like hand wash it and line dry. It and I'm like, come on, man. Oh, you can't put it in the cleaner. I can't. They can't put, handle it for you, mm-mm. like on the delicates. Mm-mm. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I know how you are about them clothes. That yeah. boy, hey, that man will not. Yeah. Hey, heads up. Mm-hmm. If this man will hand wash and mm-hmm. old school, if he had those little wooden pins to put on the lines, Listen. he would definitely do it. Would Shorts, you, shirt, socks, I got, whatever you got to do. If it's a hand wash, mm-hmm. he's hand washing it. And, you know, <laughs> and I just, I'm just sitting here like, yo, you know, I got, and people are like, oh, I got my Jordans, this and that. I'm like, man, your Jordans ain't shit. I could buy four pair of Jordans for what these cost. Right. And so I'm very conscious of like, yo, somebody, either hating Step- or mistakenly stepping on my foot. Yeah, ooh, I like, saw him, too. <laughs> you had me, oh, look, yeah. I saw him, and I went to look, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah. Yeah. I, and yeah. I've been wanting, I, you know, I've been wanting a pair mm-hmm. of just, um, my last pair of balling out shoes was some Prada. When Prada was kind of hot, and I could wear the Prada with every, I could dress the Prada up, I could dress this particular shoe yeah, up, but and what, I could dress it down. But what did those cost, 300 
Nah, they cost me four fifty. Okay, that's when I was. That was when I was. You know, those were you talk about the black ones the, that had the little red. Yeah, talk about the black yep. ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I had I had like two pair, three pair actually. Like you know, the different they came in different colors mm-hmm. when I was balling. I had the all black just to start, and I started right. trying to color coordinate. And, right. And then I was like, yo, somebody was like, man, you know what? Same situation. Man, you know, if you go and you don't buy no Jordans for two weeks, you know, you could probably afford you a pair of these. So I saved my money for those two weeks and didn't get Jordans and went and got my Pradas. Mm. And I thought I was doing it. And then I was like, so I'm sitting here debating with the wife, like, yo, I need me another pair of hot. I need Mm. me another pair of hot, high-end shoes. And she's like, man, they just shoes. But I'm like, I, I... for the amount of money that I spend, I'm going to get the wear out of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I hold my shoes for a very long time. Almost right. like a purse. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or whatever you want to call it. So I've been looking and looking and looking. And then we had to fall out. You know, we're not supporting high-end people. And not <laughs> Gucci, right. Louis no, Vuitton I get it. All that. I get it. So, yeah. So I kind of slowed down. I was like, ah, yeah, I, get, I ain't going to spend my money. But I know. And then I saw the, I saw yours. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo. Yeah, those were six fifty. I got to start putting. I'm putting my pennies up now, bro. Yeah. So I was just like, man, this ain't, you know, and yeah, those those were those were almost seven hundred bucks, and so I'm <laughs> and just I like, laugh. Why? I'm laughing real quick. Let me tell you why I'm laughing. Cause when I saw you, mm-hmm. I saw a picture. Right. I can. <laughs> it's so funny because I could see, like you just said, this is my this is my thought process, mm-hmm. right? P is drunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't all the way drunk to say. <laughs> Look, motherfucker, mm-hmm. you step on my goddamn shoe one more time. Well, <laughs> I'm the, not saying that's what you did, right. but I'm just saying, like, you you, you ain't so far gone to not know your surroundings and what the hell is going on, like, what I got on, how much it costs, and how right. I am about. I'm not saying that you that particular. Right. But, you know, in your mind, I just know that you, you know, you got that little conscious part of you saying, wait a minute, man, you're getting a little too close on my shoes, But man. you know what? I got to be honest with you. I wasn't. I wasn't worried about that until like later, later, like like right now. So uh-huh. it's I'm at a point where, and it's crazy, it's because either I'm maturing or like I just don't Growth. care, and I feel like I Growth. can replace it. You know anything yep. that that's uh what's it called material? Like I don't I'm no I don't um I'm not in I don't want to say I'm not impressed by uh a whole lot of material things because I feel like. I can get anything I want. I, I say right. that all the time. I can get anything I want, and if I can't get it, it only takes a little bit of work, a little bit more work, and I can get it. Right. So what happened was, um, before we went down there, like I said, I thought we were going to live, and I don't wear shoes. Mm-hmm. We had that conversation. I'm like, man, right. you get your grown man. I look, I don't do it. I don't okay. wear shoes. So mm-hmm. I had to ask my man. I'm like, yo, you've been to live before. Can I wear sneakers? And he was like, well, I wore my Gucci sneakers, and I'm like, okay, then I got to go to Neiman's. I got to go to Neiman Marcus. So I go to Neiman Marcus, and I see those, and I was like, ooh, I like those because Mm -hmm. they have a um, kind of like a throwback feel. Mm -hmm. Like with the the wings. That's straight. Yeah, them mugs is fly. And then the the, the brown, the gold is kind of brown, and it has the older Gucci um, uh, tiger stripe on it. So I saw those. I I like those. I wanted those. My wife wanted me to have a different pair. And so we ended up walking out of Neiman Marcus with two pair of designer sneakers, which was never in my, you know, bag ever to begin with. But needless to say, I'm happy that I picked up both pair because now I have 
uh, adult options. You understand? Like if you walk into some place with Jordans on, people look at you some type of way. You right. walk to some place with Gucci sneakers on, they look at you totally differently. Yeah, you understand what I'm a, saying? It's a different vibe, most definitely. So now well, I'm just that's like, why, and, and exactly, and again, it's it's a it's a again, you can we can flip it on a woman. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A woman walk in with a purse, right? You know what I'm saying? But then she walk in with a bag, right? You know what I'm saying? Yep. With the Benny, you don't even matter Gucci, Louis, whatever, Fendi, whatever right. it is. But when somebody look and they see that logo, and they, oh, oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a game changer. Right. And it, and it, and we shouldn't really be like that, but we are. But you know what I'm saying. But it does make it. And it, and again, you know, I, I had this conversation with um um in my class. I'm mm-hmm. in one of these little um, um sexual human sexuality slash marriage and relationships and all that stuff. And they're talking about some of the things that women notice on men, like right. when you first meet somebody. And that was one of the things that they said. The shoes. And I was like, I used to wonder why. And I, it didn't really dawn on me, but I, we, me both got that same, I guess, that same trait. Like, our, our shoe game is immaculate, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's off top. Don't even, yeah, I don't, you can say whatever else you want to say. Nigga, I'm fat. I'm, right. I'm ugly. Mm-hmm. But look at my shoes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, I don't, on the court, off the court. Right. Wherever, if you catch me bummy, I don't. I don't even allow my wife to walk out the house mm-hmm. with dirty tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, and then her shoe game, whatever. We're gonna flip that. But I'm saying that to say this: when if 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 you are again up upgrading yourself, and you understand, you know, you go from watches to timepieces. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So people are like, well, what's the difference? Go find out for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing a watch, you're wearing a watch. Right. If you're wearing a timepiece. There's a difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a big difference. Check the price. You right. heard what Hove said. What's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? Mm-hmm. About 20 grand, <laughs> crock sucker. Yeah. Beat yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, again, when you step in your game up, there's nothing wrong with if, if you can if you can make it happen, happen. And if you can't, you know, I used to remember that there was a time back in the day, you know, everybody's wearing their earrings. And I was always going to the mall mm-hmm. trying to, I'm getting those twenty, thirty, forty dollar, fifty dollar earrings, right? And I'll mm-hmm. lose it, and I'll lose it. And then I, I came across one day, and my cousin had some, and I'm like, "Damn!" No, matter of fact, it wasn't even just my cousin. I was in D.C. They played the Seventy Sixers, mm-hmm. and AI. You know how after the games you get to wait for the fam and all that stuff, right? And so a- AI had his click. His boys was sitting behind me, and then AI comes. I'll never forget it, bro. This dude's earrings. Oh my God. And I'm sitting here looking like I've never, I've seen two times I've ever seen diamonds shine like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. One was Jawan Howard's wife. She has some some hoop earrings on. Mm-hmm. And where we were sitting in Denver, with the light, you know how bright the lights can be at a basketball game or an arena. Right. Like, you know those lights that you see when you're at the freaking jeweler and right, they just right. sign? So, that's what it looked like on her ears, right. dog. And that's what it looked like on them damn studs he had. I was like, yo. Well, so I'm telling Chris, like, yo, VBS. Chris, what? He was like, bro, first of all, if you're going to up your game, you got to stop going and get them cubic zirconias. Mm-hmm. All that, all that, you take... You go to the club, every time we go to the club, you're talking about, hey, let me hit them all real quick so I can get some earrings, da 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 Take mm-hmm. that money and save it. Right. The same time you want to go, put that 50 up, put that 50 up, put mm-hmm. that 50 up. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you got about a couple hundred dollars, you can go buy you some nice, real earrings. And they'll be real. Right. They'll scratch. They'll do all the stuff that you want to do. So right. lessons learned of 
if you're going to do stuff, you know what I'm saying? You got to be patient. Mm-hmm. Take your time. You ain't got to try to ball out. And it's going to be there. Just do your research. Do your homework. And like you said, man, you you at an age now where you want it. If, if, if that's what you want, go get it. You know what I'm saying? You got the means to make it happen or you know how to go get it. Go get it. Well, my shit now is my 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 thing now is quality over quantity. Right. So I could say I had on six hundred fifty dollar pair of sneakers, a three hundred dollar shirt, and a four hundred dollar jacket, but my jeans cost fifty dollars because <laughs> they was Levi's. So you know what I'm oh, saying? So you never go wrong with Levi's. Right. Levi's. Should, that's oof. what I'm saying. So it's just it's different. I just sent you a picture of the other pair that I bought, but that's that's it's just it's just it's just nuts that you know. Sh- it felt it happened that way because I I would never in a in a hundred years think I would wear designers and I'm not I was peeping those I'm two. not running out of not running out buying designer sneakers it's not my thing but right yeah it, no but I it's got. good to have you know what it's good to have because like you just said mm-hmm. on those when you need to go somewhere you can dress that up right you can dress that Gucci up you right. can actually dress both pair that you have you could actually dress those up right you know what i'm saying you can dress them down you can dress them up and that was the reason why because not just because of the logo but you can just you can work with that mm-hmm. period you know what i'm saying so yep. that's a good move I, yeah the ones you just sent yeah i was checking those out too one day one those day are le- those are up, less i know i saw them right. bro i i you know i already peeped game mm-hmm. one day so I'm those are the there. ones that the wife liked. And I was like, uh, I wasn't crazy about those because they though. feel like, huh? I said, that's straight summer right there. I mean, I'm, that, I mean, you'll be ready for the summer, for whatever well, you want to do in the summer. I think, um, I guess, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I don't even know when I'll bust them out again. Probably just if I want to shit on somebody, you know. That's it. Because. Ain't nothing wrong with that every now and again. There ain't nothing wrong with stunting. So it is Like what it my is. daddy. But um, what about your boy? Uh, I told you, I told you, your boy was too too big. Man, and listen, now he, I had now this he, conversation. Now he, I had this conversation. Now he out eight weeks. Yeah, I had man. I'm, I'm, I'm I had to boy. Whew. This my whole thing. Um, so by trade for twenty plus years, I'm a surgical tech. Mm-hmm. So I, I've seen the inside of plenty of knees. I've had a knee replacement. Mm-hmm. I've done all of this stuff, and I've had the same injury that he had. Now, the injury is not based upon his weight. The injury is based upon, I'm going to tell you what really happened, all right? It, it's not the fact that he's heavy, because you got to think about this. You got guys that are bigger than him that play football, that do a lot of different stuff, get hit. They're in the trenches, their legs, and, you know, you see him with all these different knee braces. And I had this conversation with my cousin. I'm sitting here. He's like, "Man, you know, it's the weight. It's the weight. It's the weight. No, it's not the weight. Well, the it's weight the fact that added to the torque and all no, that other no, shit. No, no, no. Well, the torque. But he been torqued for. He been doing it at this weight for forever. What happened was the 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 game has changed for him when it was so easy for him. And I'm not saying the weight doesn't have a lot to do with it. We could say that weight does have Mm -hmm. some implications on it. But what happened is this. You go from dominating. Even in college, the game was a little bit easy for him. Mm -hmm. Now the game is not as easy for you. When you have to work a little harder, you got to jump a little higher, you got to do a whole bunch of stuff that you wasn't doing Mm -hmm. at that level, and you're still trying to learn and you're going to stress your body. Everybody, you probably right now, I was trying to explain this to my peoples before, everybody is going to end up with a torn meniscus some kind of way, especially if you're an athlete, mm-hmm. especially if you're a basketball player. 
tennis players, football players, anybody that's doing a lot of starting and stopping and stopping on a dime and jumping and cutting and doing all that, you everybody gets a little phrase. Now, the problem is when you get that fray, is it is it because your meniscus has blood supply to it? This is the situation. This is this is when you need surgery. Mm-hmm. So you're, if you think of an edge of a piece of paper, right, just the edge of a piece of paper, and you take and you rip that piece of paper, right, mm-hmm. or use your fingernail as a as an um as a um example. There's a certain time when you could your fingernail is clipped or cut, and you'd be like, oh okay, all right, it's gonna grow back, whatever. Or there's that time. Where your fingernail is cut and it goes back and you we always talk about, oh, it got to the meat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where it hurts and it hurts. Mm-hmm. And that's the same as your meniscus. If your meniscus is just clipped and is and it looks like, oh, you know, it didn't get back to the blood supply, it's gonna heal itself, it's gonna, you know, it doesn't hurt. Maybe I need to trim it up a little bit to make it even and doesn't snag on something. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. And his position is if he's caught if he caught swelling or anything like that, that means his meniscus is torn to a point where it flaps up underneath, mm-hmm. either top or bottom, and when he jumps or he does something, it's pinching and it got it has nerves in it. So when you pinch it and it does something, right, you're gonna feel it. It's gonna hurt. I know. And when it hurts, everything else takes a place. You start getting fluid in your knee, you know, to try and buffer it and mm-hmm. all these different things. Now, where the weight comes in at is once you're hurt, now you got to do something to get to take the pressure off of that knee. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he does need to lose the weight. Now, if he would have never hurt his knee then and he was playing at the weight that he was playing, then he would have been fine. You know what I'm saying? Never he would If he never tore his, uh, his meniscus or whatever. But since he tore it, now you do have to, you have to get some kind of weight management mm-hmm. in place because you don't want to stress that knee out with all of that pressure coming down while it's trying to heal as well. So, I just think he looked clunky anyway. Just Man, he looked clunky moving around to me. Clunky. I mean, he does. He look. He doesn't look fluid. Definitely doesn't look fluid. But mm-hmm. my thing is this: Did did you see? In you've been around to see basketball. You remember Charles Barkley? Did you tell? Did anybody? As much as we thought Charles Barkley should have lost weight and did all this stuff, Charles Barkley was a beast. Yeah, but we're also talking of this a different time, and this is easier for him at this particular time. It's going to be easier for right. him. Granted, he's seven. He's eighteen years old, right? He's eighteen, nineteen years old, and everybody wants, you know, everybody thinks it's gonna happen like right now. It's not gonna happen right now. It's gonna happen. What? What? This is my thing. This is, this is what I I have put on my little. Um, I have a little another little group that's on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. We talk basketball. So my thing is, do you shut him down right now for the rest of the year? Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid, do you shut him down? Let him get acclimated to the NBA life. Ooh. Get acclimated to the NBA life, meaning, okay, <laughs> and we had this conversation too. So you, the number one pick, you got enough money where you could pay a chef to come in and prepare your meals, have you eat a certain way, mm-hmm. I, although it's going to be very, very hard. And <laughs> Chris, Chris posed this question. Fool, you already know. I don't give a damn if he has 10 chefs. Right. If that fool want to go down and get him some beignets or some whatever mm-hmm. in, in New Orleans, who going to tell him he can't do it? You know what I'm saying? Who who going to, bruh, he making, you know what I'm saying? You got, you get a little, you get a little cockiness and should uh, uh, um, a sense of empowerment when you're sure. making all that money and, and you in charge or whatever. 
So I get it, got it. But if if he's disciplined enough, I ask this question, which maybe not um as much of a uh I I call it a legacy kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, when you're the number one pick, we always associate being a number one pick as you you you're the lead, even though you haven't played a game yet. But we automatically assume that you're gonna probably be the rookie of the year. Right. Or you're you're in the running sure. because you're 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 probably going to a team that's going to need your services. That's why they drafted you. You're mm-hmm. going to get a lot of playing time. You're going to be set up for success as far as rookie of the year. And if he sits, if he's like sits right now and he's coming back, but he's not coming back 100 percent because he's definitely he's already in a, a behind the curve type of situation where he is 18 years old playing an NBA game. He's not NBA ready. I mean, although he has all the physical attributes, he can run, jump, shoot, dunk, whatever, mm-hmm. he, you, you know, you still have to learn how to play the game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And by him sitting for six to eight weeks, didn't play um, preseason. Well, he played preseason, yeah, he but played he didn't pre-season. play summer league. But I don't think he can be rookie of the year if he sits out That's this year, my thing. Next year. So, But do you remember how they did Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons they never played him. preseason. He played on. He got hurt in the summer league. But he got he got hurt in summer league. But even if he didn't, but even if he played summer league, even if he played summer league or preseason, it or didn't play at all, it won't count against him as they could sit him the rest of the season and he won't have to. No, you're it missing, won't count against him. You're missing it. Ben Simmons got hurt in summer league. I got you and didn't play at all. You said right, he, he didn't, didn't play, play at no all. preseason, nothing. I got you. This but dude they played him. preseason. Oh, you just talk about you're not talking about yeah. trying to win rookie. Do you just talk about yeah? You just yeah, just playing him. Yeah, yeah, observation. Like, right. if, even if they don't play him no more, I mean, I, you know, I, Ben Simmons got hurt. Mm-hmm. He probably could have came back after the Christmas break or whenever he was able to come back. Mm-hmm. They decided to sit him the entire year. Right. Like, we're going to sit you the entire year. You can learn. You can travel with us, learn how, you know, to move as an NBA player, but you're just not going to play until mm-hmm. you're ready. Right. If they did that with him, that was my thing. Do you do that with him or do you let him come back and just – you know, I don't learn think, um, once he comes back from being, you know, healthy. I'm going to say this, and then I think we probably should move on. I don't think yeah. that – I think he's too integral to the system, to that to that organization, to sit an entire year. Oof, I said that too. That's why he – that's why he, he won't. He'll be back – he'll be back January or maybe Christmas. Yeah. He'll be yeah, back. They're Christmas. not going to sit him all year. They can't – Pelicans cannot afford to do that, even though they didn't look bad Um, last night. Was their opener? Yeah, they didn't look bad mm-hmm. last night. Um, but they they they're gonna they they sold a lot of tickets a based of on tickets. him. Yep. So it wasn't like when with uh when Simmons got hurt, we had Joel still. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like when this fool Fultz got hurt, we still had mm. Simmons and Embiid. You right. know what I'm saying? So the, the, when each of our rookies got hurt, they weren't the draw for the entire team. But so, plus, y'all were tanking too. Y'all were doing that. Y'all were y'all were in the process. Y'all called trust the process. Well, situation. not when y'all uh, were doing what y'all were doing. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, yes and no. But it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. I I agree and I disagree because uh, I think we were ending the process then because you know we still had a ton of um, assets that we just ended up giving away. So. Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't think he sits. He, I don't think he sits all year. I don't think New Orleans, uh, the franchise, will allow him to do that. Well, yeah, too much money. Yeah, all he got to do is dunk a couple times. But like you said, neither here nor there. Just something mm-hmm. that I'd like to uh, that 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 just came across my mind because I I saw how you know mm-hmm. Philly did it 
But yeah, yeah, I we don't were think in a like different situation. Said, right, right. It's a different situation. Plus, they put some players around him for that reason. Right, in New Orleans. But moving on, man. What you got next on the agenda, bro? I read this. Um, I read this, and I'm not trying to be political here or start any shit. But I read this headline, and it really threw me off. And I was like, really? After I read the headline, I was like, really? And then I read the article. And the headline was so different from the article. The headline was Jizza of the Wu uh, of the Wu Tang Clan is educated in quantum <laughs> physics and is giving right, lectures at MIT and Harvard. Right. That was the that was the headline. Right. So I was like, damn. So me yeah, being yeah, a smart you know, ass. That's smart. Right, right, no, right. No, but me being a smart ass, I said, when did he get his degree in physics? Right. And why is he giving lectures at MIT and Harvard? MIT and Harvard. Right. So, and, and. Wait a minute. You said physics. You forgot a key word. Yeah, quantum physics. Quantum. Right. Physics. So I go find the article, right? I go find the article. And the article says, Jizza talks lectures, science, and dark matter. And I'm like, oh, shit. Dude is pretty smart. Mm-hmm. If I was a nut. I would have took that headline for what it was and ran with it. But me right. being the asshole, you I, dove read into the, it. I read the, <laughs> the article. Guess what Dark Matter is? Dark Space? Matter is the name of Fam's album at this time. Oh. Right. And why is he giving lectures? And what are the lectures about? Hip-hop. The lectures are about music. Mm-mm-mm. So why is the headline so misleading? Right, because I read it, and I'm thinking, damn, and the picture. You saw the picture like he's in in somebody's uh, school well, or university giving a lecture. They're definitely, they're definitely, they definitely brought him in to give lectures, but it wasn't about no goddamn quantum physics. <laughs> and it was about dark matter, but that's the name of the album that he was promoting at that time. Wow. Yeah. So let me just read something really quickly. And uh, so it says, Wu-Tang uh, rapper Jizz has been, uh, been known as the genius since the early days of his career, but in recent months, the name has been particularly apt as he has spent much of his free time chatting with scientists at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and giving lectures at Harvard and New York University. The MC also recently completed work on Dark Matter, a new album inspired in part by his interest in quantum physics. His interest in quantum physics. Mm. Rolling Stone caught up with the rapper to discuss the new record, his university visits, his interest in writing for television, and low chances of hearing a new Wu-Tang album anytime in the foreseeable future. So the question was, you've been pretty busy on the lecture circuit recently. What have you been talking about? It's just about music. <laughs> Wu-Tang or whatever they ask. Right. So I was very, like, very misleading. The fucking press is at our assholes. Excuse my language, whoever's <laughs> listening. Right. It depends. And man, it'd be a bunch of crap that'd be on the Facebook page or not just Facebook, but on mm-hmm. the, on the net. Period. On your phones or whatever, man. That you you'll catch the 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 they draw you in with the headline like, mm-hmm. oh for re- oh let me look right. And by the time you start reading, if it ain't a, if it ain't a bunch of doggone. Um, ads that you got to get by right. first to try to dive in. By the time you dive in, you're like, man, what the... F-? Right. Okay, you got I'm, me. I'm a reader. No, I'm done <laughs> reading. I'm me. a reader, so I know how to scan for uh, important Key information words. and move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I brought that up to say, people, you got to look 
beneath the surface at whatever you Man, put any energy not into. Have time. No, no, that's all I want to say for this one. Because you're gonna you're gonna make me transition that into the Facebook. Like, mm -mm. yo, mm -mm. read. You it's actually, yeah, you have to read beneath the surface or look beneath the surface to find out the real meaning of whatever the, the it is answers. you thought you saw. Exactly. You got to do that to find out the answers. And if you don't, how? Oh, never mind. It's a whole nother topic, bro. And so for me, I was really upset at just the entire, the entire article and the entire photo that I saw the caption on mm -hmm. and everything else because I was like, damn, this dude. Quantum, yeah, Initially, I was like, physics. yo, if, imagine if I was from... Long Island or Staten Island, I'm sorry. Imagine if I was from Staten Island and really like a Wu-Tang Clan. I would have just took that uh, Wu-Tang Clan fan. I would have took that little bit of information not, and not just even ran reading with it. it. Right. And ran with, yo. Right. Jizzes. And just be he's like, yo. MIT, yeah. He's quantum physics. Right. Yo, he's hot. Exactly. Which and a lot start, of people you know, probably did. Bro, and you know how quickly information can spread mm -hmm. word of mouth. Right. Oh, yo, he's MIT. MIT. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Harvard. Yep. New York, NYC, University, blah, blah, blah. And it it, it had left New York. Right. It had went down to Philly. It had went down up and down the East Coast. Next thing you know, you hit me. Like, yo, did you know Jizza? Yo, I'm already right. watching the Wu-Tang thing on Hulu. Hey, did you know this dude is a freaking uh, uh, astronomic uh, uh, mm -hmm. spaceship guy? And he's talking <laughs> about dark matter? Right, right. I'm a, and then you know how I'm going to add to the story. Yeah. Yo, no, no, for real, for real. I he mean, helped them dudes out to get to space. Scientists don't even <laughs> understand dark matter. So I was really intrigued that Jizza of the Wu-Tang Clan was talking about dark matter. Crazy, but the joke bro. was on me. That's the name of his album. So mm. it is what it is. But little do you know that damn near anybody could give lectures. You just got to. Have the know what you're school talking, agree to have you there, and they'll pay yeah, you for and it. No, and know what you're talking about, right? And they agree, or they think that you know what you're talking about, right? So <laughs> yeah, so just listen, just look beneath the surface, and you'll find all the answers you might ever want. Look but I was, I was upset. I was upset a little bit about that one. Beneath the surface, mm -hmm. I like that one. That might be the name of this podcast. Look beneath. <sighs> Shit. The surface. Anybody uh, reach out to you about being a moderator, or nah? Um, I didn't check the email, but I, I I haven't I haven't looked through the emails, but I've had some people talk, but they listen, man. That's a lot. That's another topic for off offline. Mm -hmm. It's so frustrating mm -hmm. that um we're not kids anymore, right? right? And and I say that to say this, like um we 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 put in a lot of hard work. I you put in a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. I try to you know um mimic the things that we talk about. We try to eliminate the problems we try to eliminate things that we think you may have a problem with mm -hmm. and when i say you meaning the customer or anybody and i'm and this is referring to the brat page or the reunion slash um cruise or whatever it is right we trying to think of listen we want you to just be able to show up do this do that a b c d and e mm -hmm. and enjoy yourself right right so Okay, what will make them go through A, B, C, D, and E? Oh, they got to know where they're going to land at. They're going to land Orlando Airport. They're right. going to stay at this particular hotel. These hotels cost this much money. You need to do that, that A, B, C, D, E, and F, and G to mm -hmm. get, you know, to be successful. We've done everything we can do for you. Right. But guess what? Even in the midst of you getting A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, 
guess what? We also wrote down some rules and regulations or a do's and don'ts mm-hmm. to make your 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 stay or your your uh, uh, here at this particular event or whatever right. more efficient for you. Mm-hmm. And then they ask a question. Well, how much is the ticket? Mm-hmm. Bro, did you go to the website? Yeah, I've been on the website. Well, you couldn't have went to the website because... Every time you scroll up and down that thing, that little thing that says get tickets is on every slide. Mm -hmm. Then there's another one that says get ticket over here or get ticket over there. Right. Did you read? Did you do anything? Oh, well, you know, uh, Mm. again, you help help us help you. Right. Like you just said, dive a little bit beneath the surface, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to put your whole body below the water, but just put your head in the water, open your eyes, look a little bit. You might see something. But to say that, man, when to go back to your question, have we had anybody reach out about the moderators? They're not understanding. You're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Exactly. I'm in Houston, Texas. Right. Well, how do y'all do Hey, y'all sound like y'all sitting right beside that's each not, other. That's not that's not the point. We Bruh. didn't ask you that. We didn't ask you to evaluate the technology. We asked you if you wanted to be a moderator. And I'm not I, I'm the, I have to be curt because <laughs> because you causing problems already. Right. You just say yes. That's if you want to do it, say fi- yes. And right. we'll figure out the rest. Just like we'll we do with out. everything else. Hey, that again, oh man, I'm not we'll talk offline. But I, I that's it. That is my. I, if you came with, hey man, I want to start a movie script. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to start a movie. And I'm like, well, well, what are you trying to start a movie for? And why are you trying to do a movie for the brats? Listen, I think it'll be good for the brats. I think it'll be this, that, and the third. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I'm. This is me being the devil's advocate. Well, you know, why do we need to have this? That 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 that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, man. Do you want to be a part of it or not? Well, I don't know what we need. Okay, don't worry about it. Right. Then we come out. We got. We got. <laughs> We got you sitting in the director's chair with the hat and the little with that little wand thing, like mm-hmm. action type mm-hmm. thing, right? And we put out a small little skit. I'm just exaggerating, right? And you put out something, right? Now, when we put it out, you don't know nothing about filming. You don't know nothing about directing. You don't know nothing about nothing. But you said, listen, it was free. It was free information on the internet. Mm-hmm. I went and found it. Right. They told me I need to get a. a a, a camera right. they told me i needed to get a green backdrop and then i can you know i could whatever you need to make it yourself successful they gave right. you the, a starter kit you right. went and got the starter kit now you don't know nothing about nothing but you just put something together once you put it together you like yo look what we did and they like wow mm-hmm. y'all did that mm-hmm. yeah we told you we was gonna do it right but i didn't know you was gonna do it like that right but we, we told you we was gonna do it now we don't know what we doing exactly but we're we're gonna continue to do this until we get it right. Now, whether you like what we're doing or you don't like, that's fine. But we're gonna continue to drive on and keep moving until we can either learn per, to perfect what we're doing, right? Or somebody steps in and says, "You know what? Y'all got a good idea going, but let me help you tweak it. Let right. me help you do this, or help me help you do that, right? Or whatever the case might be." And then we'll move forward. That's with any idea. And I, I'm that's that's my next that's my next thing. Right. Like, I don't care what you bring to the table. I don't care. As long as you have a plan of execution. Don't throw any ideas out and you don't have a plan of execution. Mm-hmm. Because if you leave it up to me and whatever my oh my God, plan of execution is, mm-hmm. and I do it the way that 
you left it up to me to do, then I'm going to do it the way that I think is best. And if you, and I don't you need you to come in it. after. Huh? Right. And you can't get upset about it. Yeah, I don't need direction. you to come in after the fact. Right. I don't need you to come in after the fact. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't need you to, tr- I mean, I ask you for your, I want you to be just as creative and imaginative and supportive and marketing and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And at the time when you do all of that stuff, and I'm like, nah, we're not doing that. Nah, we're not doing that. Nah, we're not doing that. Right. Then you got the right to be like, screw it. I'm not trying to help y'all do nothing. I ain't, right. don't ask me for no input. Don't blah, blah, blah. But we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's the support factor that we're trying to support one another. And we're trying to figure out, bruh. <laughs> trying to get the formula perfected. Thank you. So because when I, go ahead. I was gonna say with and 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 I and, and I don't know what works and what doesn't. When we find something that I'm like, okay, Corey, we so one of the things that and this is real quick and I'm gonna give it right back to you. Mm-hmm. One of the things that that was brought up, and this is something for you to also keep in the forefront of your mind or back in the mind or whatever. Obviously, the brat overall thing mm-hmm. is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. We got it, but what separates us is is our individuality mm-hmm. of our schools. When when I put that post out, and it said seven, almost 800 people have responded. I'm not going to say it's 800 people on there, but mm-hmm. it's 800 comments, either right. pictures or comments right. thereof. Right. What captures them is the fact that they can rep their school. They right. can rep their school color. Right. Now, we've been trying to find out, God damn, we got 9763 on here, mm-hmm. right? And why are we only getting 200 people at max to support us or do something or chime in or do whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then when we find out, like, okay, that's helping us in our marketing scheme to say, oh, what is what what have we done in the past that that's not working compared right. to what we just did? Right. Oh, one of the key things is they want to be individuals. They want to be, and I don't mean individuals, but they want to rep where they're from they want they want school colors it doesn't necessarily have to be Würzburg or Mannheim but they might want to have a brat with brat colors mm-hmm. with their school colors on it that represents a little bit of the you know what I'm saying right but my whole point of saying all of that to say this listen give us whatever you got and then let us break it down to see if we can add that as you say to the formula mm-hmm. for us to try to be more successful than we are right so it's it's strange because when before we started doing this podcast, it was probably like three or four days before we actually recorded the first podcast, and it was just right. an idea. And then it was like, okay, so what does it take to to have the idea come to life? And I was like, oh, it takes X, Y, Z. And so I'm like, yo, you got to get X, I got to yep. get Y, and then we use Z to bring it all together. Right. Four days later, not 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 even a week later. It's no exaggeration. A, less than a week later, we were recording episode one. Playing on the mics. Playing on the microphones. Playing on the microphones. Um, uh, I'm doing my research to figure out how to get this shit to sound professional um, because I have some background in, you know, doing music videos and, and sound and shit like that. I already knew ahead of time that I had the software that it takes to, you know, to make it sound good because I think we have one of the better sounding podcasts that I've heard, you know, that I listen to. Um, and I'm not being braggadocious. I'm just saying that's just how I feel. Right. And part of that I is mean, because quality is quality. I right. mean, you can tell the difference. You can you can you can hear the quality in in different podcasts. And I'm not just talking about any of the podcasts that we you, we support or whatever. Right. I'm talking about 
legit, legit right. podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? People out there that's really getting it, getting it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just be and that that's just be that's just the way that I operate. I don't operate if if you give me an option to operate at eighty percent or at a hundred percent, I'm gonna always be operating at a hundred percent. If I'm forced to operate anything below that, I'm not doing it. I'll just I'll walk away from it. So when I put the question when I posed the question that we needed a moderator, I got everything except a yes. Right. I got How everything except right. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I got everything except, yeah, hit me up and let me know what I need to do to be a moderator or to be a part of it. Right. And that was the part, and I ranted a little bit about it last week, that was the part that I I hated about even putting the post up because I mm-hmm. got everything except what I asked for, and I'm pretty sure that the that the thing that I asked for was direct and upfront. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing. They they ooh, they don't they don't see they don't it's too direct. It's like <laughs> So what should I have said? I don't know. That's that's the thing. And again, this is one of the things that I said also. Mm-hmm. Um and and not to throw anybody under the bus, but I, I say this, right? We had this conversation about um mine and your relationship is mine and your relationship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we can and you said it when we were on the phone the other day. We can uh, ag- agree to disagree right. on on certain things and and fuss and cuss and but we come back to a a, a happy medium mm-hmm. and and you know we'll we'll discuss it. But the thing is, whoever is encountering you, and I don't mean just you per se. I'm talking about anybody that's having a um a debate. An argument, uh, a spat, um, mm-hmm. a difference of opinion, whatever it is, you can't take. You have to, and 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 this is maybe you know just me speaking, but you have to be able to separate and understand: is this malicious? Is this for the good of the group? Mm-hmm. Is this for personal gain, personal preference, whatever? Mm-hmm. And once you once you can differentiate how somebody is actually speaking. And once you, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, Corey, I'm doing this because um, I'm speaking to you this way because I've known you for 30 years and this is not you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't I don't accept this from you because I know you. I know that you, you know, you're this type of person from what I know of you. Mm-hmm. So why would I accept anything less from you? And I'm not going to accept anything less from you because this is our relationship. Whatever you might do with somebody else, that's cool. You do that with somebody else. But me and your relationship is our relationship. We always been 100. We always keep it 100. We always speak our mind and we always do that. You might not be able to speak your mind with everybody else. You might not be able to be all the way 100 with everybody else. But with me and you, mm-hmm. we always 100. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell people that, like, listen, what you need to do is, regardless of what you feel, and I'm not telling you to go against your feeling, mm-hmm. but you need to seek out your own relationship, and that doesn't mean that you got to be 30-year friendship deep mm-hmm. like me and you, mm-hmm. but you do need to figure out a working friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. with that person. Just because you have a spat, a disagreement, or whatever, that doesn't define the person that you're talking to. And it and it doesn't and it doesn't go back. It, it shouldn't go back and forth. Now, if somebody like man, fuck that nigga. Mm-hmm. What up? You know, I'm getting real, real grimy with it. Mm-hmm. Then 
Yeah, then there, there is, there is, you know, now you crossing the lines or whatever. But if you're having a spat or you're having a disagreement, that don't that don't define the person. That oh, don't define not. who you are as far as you getting to know me. Because like you said, well, half the time when people really get to sit down and know you and talk to you, they'll be like, oh, pss. I had the same. I had that conversation with Dion today. Dion was like, "She, he sent the first, the first time he said something to us. We was like, "Yo, you better check your boy, mm-hmm. check your boy, Corey." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh my God!" Mm-hmm. And you said, "And yeah, I didn't even have to check you." Mm-hmm. You was like, "Yo, did I do something wrong?" I was like, "Well, they felt, they felt a certain way." Oh, no problem. Mm-hmm. You sent a reply email. Excuse me, I'm not. I don't I don't want to come off as rude. I'm coming off this is how I am as far as business getting done. Mm-hmm. I, I'm straightforward. Ding 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 ding. Mm-hmm. I'm straightforward. Ding 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 ding. I'm straight forward. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm not gonna throw any any hidden words in here. I'm not gonna say anything that makes you have to think other than listen, if you want to be the moderator, contact us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not do I got to do what I no. If you want to be the moderator, say hey, I have I have some interest in being a moderator. What do I need to do? Right. Okay, perfect. Right. You need to do this. Do you have a microphone? No. Okay, check this out. We we may be able to find you a microphone or get you a microphone or you know what we'll, let us do the first part first. Mm-hmm. There was no hidden words. Take the first no, step. Thank you. Raise you know what I'm hand. saying? I mean, that's a long-ass soliloquy about what we're talking about, but the right. whole thing is we're trying to keep it simple, stupid. Kiss me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just keep it simple, and then let us, if we start to make it difficult after that, then raise your hand and say, wait a minute, you just said all I needed to do was contact you? Like, yeah, bro, that's all you had to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there was times when Chris be like, listen, bro, we're going to Jamaica. Wait a minute. You're going who? Mm-hmm. We're going to Jamaica. Go to the airport. Tell them your name. And get on get the on airplane. airplane. Right. Wait a minute. What? Oh, no. Wait, 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 right. wait. I'm going to say it one more time. We're going to Jamaica on Friday. Can you get off work? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get off work. Oh, you know, I sound all good. Mm-hmm. Okay, go to the airport. Right. Go to the counter. Tell them your name. Right. Have an ID. Mm-hmm. Get on the plane. We're mm-hmm. going to Jamaica. Right. It's you tough. Ask any more questions? Thank you. Yeah, I don't. It's tough, and I don't. I, I've said this. I I I said this. I say this all the time. I don't understand why um, make it so hard. Why make it so hard? And why not just act on your first instinct? Mm, so that, when yeah. you read it, when you hear it, do you want to be a moderator? Oh hell yeah, I want to be a moderator. Okay, great. Then why not reply yes? And then you worry about why the other reply stuff with oh uh, if I was in your area, how do you know I'm not in hell, <laughs> or I'm not in Antarctica? Right. Technology makes everything easy, and I I feel I feel, and I'm I'm kind of giving um some insight to my personality. I said this before. I feel like everybody should know what I know mm. because information is readily available. Yep, it's out but, there. But when I ask you. If you want to be a part, like I would feel like it would be an honor. This is just how I feel because I think so highly of the podcast and the quality of the podcast and the potential that it has. I mm. feel that it's an honor when we extend an invitation, an open invitation for anyone to join us. Right. That's how I feel. If if my feeling is is wrong, then so be it. 
But I feel like if I sit here and, and, and I say, listen, what? here's the bigger thing. We recognize that there is a, not an issue. We recognize that there's a shortcoming with our podcast. Mm-hmm. And that shortcoming is staying on focus. Yes. And staying on and track. And we need, some, we need somebody to help us. And so I, we come to you in a um, humble... Not even humble. No. Uh, uh, st- <laughs> uh, damn it. What's the word I want to use? We come to you... A, in this moment of vulnerability and say, listen, we need help. Thank you. I was going to say, yeah, I, when I use the word humble, but yeah, same right. way, uh, exposing ourselves. So like, two, yeah, two we, grown men come out in the public and say, we need help with this, we need and help. we get everything but the help that we need. Mm. That's that's telling. Right. That's that's really telling. And that, and that, and that thing there leads to a, some of my frustration with the responses that we got. Yeah. So when we, because listen, on in general, when men are weak, we're we're punks, we're suckers, we're we're all this other shit, right? But when we're strong, right. we're all the way on the we, other spectrum. So right. how, do ask for help. how do you right. win? How do you win? If we don't ask for help, you 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 think we're too strong. When we ask for help, we're too weak. Yeah. So where's the middle ground? <sighs> I don't know. Exactly. And on that. Late, 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 late. Hey, 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 Blake. Hey, baby. Mm-hmm. What's good? Your, hom- your homeboy yeah, this and is a mine. good one, bro. We got a... Well, I've been on the road, so... Yeah, 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 that's cool. Time to write anything Yeah. Else. Oh, I ain't tripping on that. I'm just saying it's a whole lot of stuff. Your home, your home, your home, boy, and Mike. Mm-hmm. Lake, Lake, Lake. Your, 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 your home, boy, and Mike.